and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I am joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. And we are here after a 110-109 victory over the San Antonio Spurs. A little house cleaning. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap. Following my dude Goose at Bulls Scripted. Following me at Buzz on Tap. And following at Ontap Sportsnet. Goose, uh, we haven't been on the mic together in a day or two. Um, obviously, a lot of a lot of news has taken place. Uh, we lost Kobe Bryant on Sunday, and it's been kind of kind of rough for the basketball world right now, man. How you doing? No, I was on Sean and Maya in the morning this morning. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> and I uh, I was kind of talking to Sean, and you know. I don't think I've ever actually kind of like personally felt loss or even any kind of emotion uh, when hearing a celebrity or uh, athlete, you know, someone of high stature in the world passes away tragically or even, you know, expectedly, you know, just from a disease, having time to prepare prepare for them to pass. Um, I, I don't think I've ever actually felt like shock um hurt uh confusion before in, until yesterday and that's that's kind of where i stand you know i didn't know kobe i wasn't a big lakers fan i mean growing up yeah i watched a lot of kobe bryant pretended to be him a lot just like i did michael jordan but um no, it was. It's a very weird feeling. Yeah. Um, yesterday, you know, my wife had. I mean, you know this, and I. And a lot of our, our listeners know this as well. My wife has an Instagram. She has quite the following on there, and she has a, a podcast that I'm on every. You know that we do together, and she puts out. Um, and my phone started going off, man. And I, I looked down, and I saw like you know, the the news about Kobe and everybody else that was on that helicopter, and I was like, no way, you know. And I finally open everything, start doing my own like little digging in, and all the false reports that took place yesterday. A lot of these uh, news media sites, and uh, they should be just ashamed of themselves for the false reporting that was taking place yesterday. Everybody trying to be first to a story and shit like that. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I was 100% affected. I, I felt like shit all day today, like I lost somebody that I knew. And uh, you know, I felt like that yesterday too, which is just so crazy to me. I, I guess it's just kind of how you feel when a, a childhood hero or someone that you looked up to, you know, passes. I was never a big Lakers fan either, but um, you know, Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter—that era of basketball. Those guys, I grew up on that. Um, so you know, I just—it was—it was rough, rough to hear, rough to hear how it happened, and. You know, I send out, whether you pray or whether you don't believe in that or whatever, I send out any good positive vibes that I possibly can to everybody that was involved, and that's from everybody at On Tap. Um, but, you know, I just, like I said, I wanted to get that out of the way right away because it's just, you know, how, how do you not talk about it, you know? No, it's impossible not to talk about. But um, this is Bulls On Tap, so... Right on into that. Right, the we, show must we, go on, right, man? I uh, Unfortunately so. Right, so uh, let's get into this game. Um, Bulls 110, San Antonio 109. Bulls win <laughs> by the skin of their teeth there in the end. 
DeRozan misses a free throw. And you could just see, oh, God, was he pissed. You just saw it in him, how pissed off he was that he missed that thing. But, hey, uh, not a great game from most of pretty much everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, I, I, I had put a hot take out. I thought Zach was going to come out and just tear the shit up tonight just because of, you know, he wears number eight for Kobe. And, you know, I thought that maybe he'd come out and tear it up tonight. But he struggled mightily, which is fine, too, you know. Uh, you know, he seemed to be a little bit off. Maybe his head wasn't fully in the game tonight. But, uh, yeah, just no one really gave you that oomph tonight except one. <laughs> Denzel Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Take that, Jim. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, you know, and to Jim's... Credit. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. The only misses Denzel had tonight are, are what Jim's talking about when he says seasoning. It's like, all right, dude, I get you're on, but there's 80 bajillion other shots that I'd rather anybody else take than that. Um, But he was chilling it from three. You actually saw him kind of get into Zach a little bit at one point, I think. Was it the third? It was the Maybe third was quarter. The I think it was. I think it was <laughs> early in the fourth, where he kind of like, dude, give me the fucking ball, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's kind of encouraging to see at the same time because nobody says that to Zach. Well, you, um, you know the, the interesting thing about Denzel, how he got himself going tonight, is something that we've seen. <laughs> reported from you know Casey Johnson or you know a few I think uh, Mayberries have said, have said things about it uh you know he got himself going with middies tonight did you see that yeah and first two shots that he hit yeah and it really got him going to it where a game where he comes out he has 16 points four rebounds and three assists and he's nine, uh, six for 10 from the field and four from six downtown for a freaking team high goose Plus 19 and the plus minus. Well, he was leading the team in points for most of the night until Zach found himself in the fourth and gave us just enough to win the game. Right. Uh, <laughs> Cornette was second in plus minus. I love it. It just. Oh, God. He was horrible. He was so bad. So bad. I, I, like usual, I'm listening to the opposing team's commentary, and they go, he's shooting 20. 20- nine percent from three-point land leave that to the guards you're just ruining the game at this point like they were just tearing into him his percentage and you know he he did hit a couple big shots in the game uh and the one that fell out of zach's hands right into his hands and into the hole um that was perfect timing but i don't know like sometimes these advanced metrics are just just too much. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. You know, he had nine boards on the night, dude. But I felt like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, he could have had, he bobbled so many rebounds tonight. And Maybe they were counting double for those, you know? <laughs> between the hands. Oh, that's one, that's two. All right, this guy's great. It's like college catches, but they're counting. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that. That's that's something. Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> that, that's It's something. Another guy I'd like to talk about is our guy. I, we've uh, we bought real estate. Uh, we're neighbors on Dunn Island. 
Um, we never left, and uh, you know that that last foul that DeRozan drew against him was bullshit. Um, and if Jim didn't call that timeout just to get a peek at uh, Pop's play, he would have been able to challenge that, and we probably don't have the dramatics at the end of the game there. But you know, Jim and timeouts are not good friends. I I, I love the way Dunn played. Um, you know, just he he was tasked much of the night with DeRozan, who's got a lot of size on Chris. But, uh, you know, Chris finishes the game with 10 points, six boards, and eight assists. Um, you know, we triple-double watch almost, man. You know, Dunn played a pretty good game. Uh, another guy that played halfway decent um, in the first half, but not so much in the second, was Kobe White. What, what happened to Kobe White there, man? I, I don't know, and I'm really... Because in the first half, the confidence was flowing. He was in there. He was. He, I mean, he was grinding. I... He, he, he had, had some bad calls called against him. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, I don't know. Maybe that took him out of the game. Yeah, I, just, uh, I, just, I don't have the box score up. How many minutes did he play? Uh, I just freaking had it up. I think I want to say it was nineteen off the top of my head. I could so be, once uh, again, he didn't play twenty minutes, no, so I the coach is taking his it, confidence away. It was twenty-two. Twenty-two oh. minutes. Sorry hey, 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 broke the twenty-minute barrier. Yeah. Um. So, no, I think he's kind of just lost his confidence, which is a shame. Uh, we got to get Roy Williams to come back out and visit and watch a game. Uh, I know he had a big game when he was in the crowd. So, let's get his old coach back out here and get some inspiration for him because we, we need Kobe back for this stretch. Believe it or not, the Bulls are two games out of the playoffs. I, I know. I, I'm, I don't know whether or not to be happy or disgusted. Oh, well, no, I mean, we're missing half of our rotation, and we're two games out of the playoffs in the East. Sure. And Zach Levine might not be an all-star. Yeah. I mean... You, you know, when you put it like that, isn't that kind of fucking crazy? It, no, yeah, it is. It is crazy, but the East fucking blows towards the bottom, dude. And I, I just... I, I, I got, How do you not give credit where credit's due there, I guess? Because, I mean, it, it, it just sucks because I, I see the prelude now. I see what's going to happen here, man. You know, well, look, we made the playoffs and we were hurt all year. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I see it. I, I see it all unraveling. But uh, to your point, too, being hurt and, and being towards that playoff spot, being two games out, if OPJ never goes down, if Wendell never goes down, if Lowry never well, goes down. Not even that. If we make it to the all, what's our schedule look like for the next until the, the All Star break here? Because they get close to like a week off to where we might even get Wendell, Lowry, OPJ, Gafford all back at like the same time, two games out of the playoffs, and now you're going, oh shit, um, okay. Right. It's a good point, man. It's a good fucking point. This team's not Because out. OPJ was always expected to be kind of a February thing. We're four days away from February. So we're getting there. Yeah. I really... I, I don't know. I mean, we should not be two games away. But we got the Pacers. Oladipo's supposed to be back Wednesday. It's supposed to be his return. I know, so we can get right into that uh, game now, I guess. Uh, <coughs> Bulls have the Pacers in Indiana on Wednesday. The game starts at 6 p.m. Central Time, and Victor Oladipo, Indiana Pacers All-Star, is due back. 
Um, and then after that, the Bulls play the Nets, who are currently the eighth seed. Uh, who knows what's going on with Kyrie? He uh, is not going to be doing so well with the loss of Kobe. Uh, there's interviews out there uh, with Kobe saying that of the young players in the NBA, that Kyrie is who he's the closest with and is kind of like his, you know, prodigy. Um, yeah, they've always so, had a close relationship. And, you know, I, I, this has definitely got to be hard on Kyrie Irving, you know. Um, and I hate so who knows, if Kyrie's, who knows if Kyrie's even going to be playing on Friday. Right. Good teams kind of look at the Bulls like, yeah, we might be able to beat them without our star. So, yeah, you can have the night off. So that's kind of crazy to think. If the Bulls can keep this win streak, we are streaking. Um, Rolling here. I don't know. It's, it's scary to think, but we have Pacers, Nets, Raptors. That's going to be a tough game, obviously. And then Pelicans. When does the All-Star break come? Okay, Pelicans, Sixers, Wizards. And then we have a week off. And when we come back, it's Hornets, Suns, Wizards. That's an easy stretch there. I don't know, man. This is a weird season. It is. It definitely is. Definitely is a weird season. Uh, I guess, you know, going in against this game against the Pacers, uh, we've lost to the Pacers twice. Was it once or twice? I think it was once. I think we're one and one. That's right. Yeah, we're one and one against them. That's right. But going in tomorrow oh. or Wednesday into you know into Indiana, if if Oladipo is back, I mean it's a tall task for the Bulls, especially with Sabonis being back because he's back, correct? Yeah, he's back. So I mean, no, it, I think I think you were right the first time. I think we might be zero and two, and they rested a good amount of players both times. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought yeah, a good I amount of injuries. Yeah, I don't remember pulling off a dub against. I mean, I could be wrong. No, nope, nope, you you were right the first time because we're one in whatever against. Teams above 500, and they are not the Clippers. So right, That's, we have not beat them this season. Right, I didn't remember beating them. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, with all the depot be, coming back and Sabonis being healthy, and they miles. I mean, they have a good team over there. Uh, you know, we, we have a, it's a tall task at hand. I mean, I'm just hoping our guys step up for it and try to you know compete as best as they possibly can. But I'm not going to try to give you keys to the game here because I mean, uh, that team is. That team does not have a lot of holes. You know, they have a very good team. Brogdon, Old Depot is going to be back. Turner, Sabonis. I mean, that TJ Warren, I mean, he's, you know, a good wing defender. Um, they actually led the scoreboard here and there, too, which is kind of crazy. Um, They're a pretty good sleeper team. They are. They are. They, I mean, they, surprise they, playoff. They um, you know, the Bulls just got to come out and try to compete and do their best. You know, pace and space against that team and try to do what you can in the paint, especially that we're hurt right now. I don't see us winning any rebound battle, um, especially against that team. So come out you and try to – You don't think Felicio's going to pull that out? No, unless it's like one of those games that me and you laugh about where he somehow gets a fucking double-double and shoots six for eight from the field. I just don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> we're not that lucky, my friend. No, we're going to need a 40-piece from Zach Levine, which means he's going to have to show up for more than just the fourth quarter. Yeah, probably. We're going to probably need him to be there the whole fucking game trying to keep us in it, just like he did against uh, Cleveland. And, and and I do think he will. He tends to try to turn it up for matchups with players like Oladipo, you know, shooting guard matchups against the elites. Right. 
tend to have him coming out, so I don't think he's going to let Oladipo have an easy first night back. Right. Well, you got anything else to add, my man? No. I mean, hang in there, Bulls fans. This has been a weird season. Uh, I know some of us are rooting for losses, not even for the lottery this year, just so Jim Boylan can get a ticket out of here. But, shit, like, we're two games out of the eighth seed, and we're still, what, 12 games under 500? Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, 11. So, 11 games under 500. 11? Okay. Yeah. Well, you heard the man. Keep the hope alive, Bulls fans. <laughs> it's not over yet. Uh, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at BullsOnTap. Following at ontapsportsnet. We'll be back on Wednesday after the Bulls play the Indiana Pacers at 6 o'clock. Let's go Bulls. <laughs>